2 verse 8. Those who pay regard to vain idols forsake their hope of steadfast love. Jonah is transitioning in his prayer, verses 3 to 7, where how God delivered him. And we saw that God sent the storm and God heard Jonah's prayer and God saved him from almost dying and brought him up from death is the words that Jonah uses. And now in verse 8, we're going to see Jonah uh, transition to a form of praise. It's those who pay regard to vain idols. So who, who is he talking about here? The, the verse means those who keep, those who hold on to empty, and the word is breaths, empty breaths, idols. And it's just interesting that the Bible uses the word breath or vapor to describe idols. And, and don't we know exactly what it means when it uses that word? I mean, the idols we hold on to are so fleeting and so empty. It's like trying to worship something that's going to fade. And so the comparison is between idols, which are mere breath, just blow them away, between those and God. You can't blow God away. You can't get rid of God. God is not empty. God is the substance of what we should worship. And so those who hold on to empty idols, here's this forsake, leave, abandon their hope of steadfast love. And that word chesed, we've seen that in other passages. It's the, the loyal love, the covenant love of God. And so those who leave God and cling to idols will forsake their hope of experiencing steadfast love, loyal love. So who's Jonah talking about? He's obviously not talking about himself, as we'll see in verse 9 when he transitions. But I, I will. So he's not talking about himself. He's probably talking about those mariners, the sailors from chapter 1. And why would we say that? We'd say that because Jonah is saying uh, both of us have experienced a great salvation. The sailors experienced the storm stopping. I have experienced the fish saving my life. Both of us have experienced a great salvation. But Jonah is now uh, going to compare himself to them. We're saying, I, I'm sure it's ironic because he wasn't there. He didn't see in verse 16 of chapter 1 that the sailors feared the Lord and that they offered sacrifices to God. He didn't see that, but, he, but he's imagining those pagans. And he's saying, I'm sure that they have abandoned you and clung to their empty idols. In verse 9, we're going to see Jonah's confidence in himself, even as he proclaims a true praise of God. So what Jonah is saying is true, that the ones who hold on to empty idols forsake their hope of steadfast love. But, ironically, Jonah doesn't recognize that he himself is committing the very crime that he is accusing the sailors of. And so, uh, just an application for us from this verse is to confess our holding on to idols 
Where have we uh, internalized hope in other things rather, ho- rather than hope in God alone? We can confess that hope or that we can confess that idolatry and then we can call upon God to be our one and only hope. And then we ask God, God, will you help me to experience your steadfast love? So, God, in this moment now, we just confess our idolatry to you. We confess the way that we make all sorts of good things the main thing. And make you the main thing just another good thing. And so, God, would you help us to... Fix our eyes on you and you alone. Confess our idolatries, the things that we've looked to. We confess those things to you now and we ask you to help us keep all things in our lives in the right order. And then God, would you help us to experience and know and put our hope in your steadfast love and your steadfast love alone. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That is Jonah chapter 2 verse 8.